enthusiast Shaw yes what's up I am a Marissa fan first of all I saw you Marissa at a roast and the second you opened your mouth like you had this amazing green like vintage looking dress on I saw some gold chains around your neck and 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 the set was dripping like your set was like dripping with parmesan and olive oil I loved it and I was like who was this I'm like, who is this? I like pointed, I like my finger like pointed right at you. And I was like, I need her on the show. I'm like, who is this? I'm like, who is this woman? But, but that's not the only Marissa I'm a fan of. One of my best friends is Marissa, is a Marissa. You don't come across a lot of Marissas. There's not that many of us. Oh, yeah. There's not that many Marissas. Yeah, there's not that many of us. Um, I feel like it's getting less and less popular really? too. Yeah. yeah, I only know you, my friend Marissa, who is unpleasant in like the best <laughs> way. Like she just kind of doesn't hold punches and she'll just like she'll just she say how care. she feels. She yeah. does not give a fuck. Yeah. And that's the best thing about her. Yeah. Um, and then I know a child who's named Marissa. <laughs> so those are the three small Marissas. Child. How old is child? Like three or four. Oh, OK. Small child. Very so small. I'm a fan <laughs> of all three Marissas <laughs> that I know. And yeah, I mean, here you are on Pankstar. So welcome to the incense. We had some lavender incense. Ugh, my favorite. We, uh, what else did we do? She's got actually the best outfit on also. She's got some gold <laughs> hoops you. in her ear. She's got some like neon or like some bright blue eyeliner. Yeah. She's got LV like, bag. Yeah, LV bag. <laughs> Flexer. Fanciest. Taurus likes that luxury. Taurus, She's got a nice gold it. Apple Watch. Probably the most pimp it. guest we've had. True. Very so pimp. Far. Yeah. She's got we've it. had Carl Patan. Damn. The pimp of Toronto, as he likes to be called. <laughs> Is that <laughs> actually what he likes to be called? Yeah. He doesn't oh say gosh. it publicly, but... That's what okay. his heart wants. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that, maybe. Moving on. Yeah. Just sit with it. <laughs> I just wanted to make you feel really awkward, so I stopped there. But stop. I'm talking here about Marissa's amazing outfit, which is like a caftan. We've got like vertical stripes. We've got an olive stripe. We've got a mustard stripe. We've got like a... a, Army green? Yeah. We've got some like tomato red. And I'm trying to describe this pink color here. I feel like it's Barbie pink, but it doesn't look like it with the other it's colors. It's like that, like it. tacky coral. Yeah, it's that tacky you want on your old lady it's, pink. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, and I love it. It's amazing. And she's got rings. She's got like, what's that? What's that sparkly one? You you said you got it for high school. Yeah, <laughs> it was for high my school graduation. Kid. That's amazing. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I just liked it, and I was like, that's what I want instead of something from <laughs> Jawsons. <laughs> I feel I will not wear that. You grew up in Montreal, right? Yeah. And then when did you move to Toronto? Um, I moved here four years ago in September. Okay. Yeah. 
And how long have you been doing comedy for? I've only been doing comedy for like about a year. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I love your confidence on the stage. Thank you. It's, and I love that you also talk about like your background, your family, where you come from. Like that's, yeah. I think that's always so successful when people can kind of highlight kind of their childhood or just like kind of how you grew up because we all grew up differently. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty universal thing and it's like a thing that a lot of people carry with them mm-hmm. um and i feel like in north america we're kind of taught to like just you know be individuals yes and like only talk about ourselves as like in isolation mm-hmm. and so many people like you inherit so much you know from existing in a family so why not talk about it <laughs> so what's your family like is it like flamboyant and italian like i like fantasize like an, an italian family <laughs> to be because i'm not italian um i mean like it really depends they're um they're all very different Mm -hmm. you know like there is definitely um a very like flamboyant like celebratory loud side to Mm -hmm. it and then there's also like it's a lot of um the like immigrant experience also that's universal around like a lot of cultures where Mm -hmm. it's like you know like put your head down and work and like don't (laughs) don't be too loud and go prove yourself kind of thing as well Mm -hmm. which i think is um is not inside like the 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 cultural narrative right of italian culture a lot of times oh interesting yeah Mm -hmm. like what else we gave her uh, a Senfia to her bagel Montreal yeah, cup because she's from Montreal. <laughs> and, and like, I fuck with Montreal. That's one of my favorite cities. So my fun. favorite market is the Jean Talon market. Oh, yeah. It's the best. It's yeah. like the Berlin of Canada. Yeah. Like, it's so chill in the summer. You just go to like the coffee shops, ride your bike, and go see your friends. Like, I love it. Yeah, it's so fun. I used to go there a lot as, um, as a kid. Um, mm. So we'd go for like... It used to be, so there's like two big markets. There's Jean Talon, there's Atwater, Atwater. Market. Yeah, yeah, which is like the bougie. I've never been to Atwater, actually. It's good, but it's like a totally different mm-hmm. vibe than yeah. St. Vieter. Um, sorry, Jean Talon, I didn't mean to say St. Vieter. <laughs> um, and Jean Talon, I used to go there a lot as a kid. They'd like for like tomato sauce season and stuff. Oh, yes. They like didn't have enough. Go buy some more like bushels <laughs> and like for wine season, get some grapes and stuff. So Now, for the non- the person who's never been to Montreal in the studio, Louis, do you know anything about Montreal bagels or Montreal smoked meat? Mm, I know that it exists. <laughs> That's it. That's all you know. Well, yeah, there's a mug about it, so you wouldn't just put anything on a mug. They're like laws. pretty iconic. Yeah, yeah. The Montreal bagel is made 24 hours a day, a day yeah by hard-working immigrants like yourself good <laughs> um white seed or black seed or everything like do you have a favorite place? i'm like um saint vieter first yeah. so there's a big like rivalry in montreal there's about bagels companies i like a yeah. poppy seed bagel yeah plausible mm-hmm. deniability <laughs> oh yeah um what else was i gonna say about that Oh, yeah, they're sweeter and chewier than a yes. regular bagel that you would find in any other store or like a New York bagel. Any Is that because of the yeah. water? And they put honey in it. That's why also, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, they're very famous elsewhere. Like, we have fake we, Montreal bagels. Why are we, bagels here? Why are we here? sitting here podcasting when we could be on our way to Montreal to get some chewy-ass bagels? And smoked meat. It's it's Celine I think, I think Louis Schwartz's. needs to make travel plans to Montreal yeah. before the end. I get, I get a, I get a um, bagel pretty much every day from the lovely Jewish bakery near my work. They give you a pickle. Which um, bakery is this? Uh, it's just like a, it's one in like, Liberty Village. 
Um, huh. And I forget the point I was... Oh, yeah, they, they weigh the smoked meats like it's cocaine. <laughs> like, they just have to give you six ounces or, like, Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's really exactly... <laughs> like they'll be picking eyeball. up a little morsel away from it just so it gets to the scale, like a P5 P of... Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get into some chart stuff here because we have yeah. a Taurus. And uh, <clears throat> we have a Taurus sun... With the Scorpio moon, which is very exciting. So this is you behind closed doors. So you're just crazy. You're out for vengeance and you will <laughs> burn any bridges if people fuck with you. I don't know. what What's it like having a Scorpio moon? I want to also point out that her rising is a Virgo rising. So she's got that stubborn Taurus earth energy. <laughs> like, don't make her mad. But if you make her mad, she'll get like really pissed off. But she's also possibly OCD, perfectionist, or hyper-organized because of the Virgo ascendant. I feel like I always I make know. you mad, Marissa. Is that Do accurate? You? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I just get that impression. Really? I feel like I just, um, I think like I come off as mad to most Ooh. people. Yeah. Like Is that like an just... Italian thing or a Taurus thing? I don't know if it's just like an Italian thing or a me thing. Like I just mm. have a like not nice face. <laughs> I thought it was funny where you just declared yourself... A C word at the Matt Duffy roast. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm a cunt. <laughs> so it was just good. like, that's, you have to get in front of it. You have to be. Yeah, you got to be active. You got to know who you are. You yeah. know? <laughs> big, big cunt energy. Like, that. Yeah. that's exactly. honestly what I love so much. And, and I really love the confidence and the stage persona because some, some people will go up and be kind of like they won't have that but like you just had like we're oozing charisma and confidence i was like the second you open your mouth i'm like yes i'm like i want her on the podcast <laughs> thank it, you it, it's amazing so it, it's so fun to have you here thank you yeah i don't know i think i'm um i like i for sure have resting bitch face <laughs> like a hundred percent for sure intimidating i feel like like my general thing is i don't like suffer bullshit really well at all yeah. so yeah. as soon as i get like a whiff of it i'm just like no like, like I won't I'm not like a people pleaser like yeah. I don't really care kind of thing um so like I'm a people pleaser are you I'm always scrambling desperately are to you make sure everyone's happy yeah it's pathetic <laughs> honestly <Yeah. laughs> I'm not I don't give a shit either Me but either, because yeah. I'm charming I can get away with it yeah you just, I'm just yeah. like oh my god I didn't know <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> Yeah, but like it's true. The other Marissa I know does not give a shit. Yeah, and she'll just state like like boom, like she'll put her opinion there, even if it's like so unpopular. She doesn't give a fuck, and she like stands so hard behind it, which is why I yeah. love her. Like she's like she just goes for it. She does not give a shit. It's so great. Yeah. Shall we get into some cards? Let's do it. All right. So I've got some cards here. I'm gonna shuffle them, and you just let me know when I should stop shuffling, Marissa. Okay. Yeah, let's stop shuffling. Okay. And now I'm going to separate this. I We got to split it into three. So just let me know where, like a third, halfway, or just let me know where my thumb should go. Because oh. I got to cut them into three. Yeah, piles. let's go halfway. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Is this okay? Ooh, yep. I'll carry that. To the left or to the right? Left. This way? Yeah. Okay. And then... Would you like me to cut this pile or this pile? Um, the left pile there. Okay. Yeah. And about where? Uh, about halfway again. Halfway. This good? Yep. All right. All right. And now we have to restack it into one last, into one deck. So let me know which one I should pick up. Let's go with the left one. So this you're one? right. Yeah. <laughs> the, hey, the other one. This yeah. one. Yeah. Pick this up. On top yep. in the middle. Here? Yep. Okay. And then the other one on top of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
All right, so we're going to read the past, the present, and the future. Now, have you ever had your tarot cards read it? Yeah, written, I had written. it <laughs> written wow. um, once before. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So let's look at the past card. Ooh, we have the star. I love it. I've never seen that card. We have no? not seen this. This is a major arcade All right. Card. So we got to play yeah can you describe this card marissa uh, i'll describe the card it's there's a big not totally symmetrical star in the middle it's got yellow like this like glowing yellow in the middle of it and then some red on the left and some green on the uh, right there's a darker sky at the top part of the card and it slowly goes into like a very pixelated ombre into white and there's a bunch of little other um, fluffy stars around it. Nice. And this is an amazing card to get. We have not seen it yet. And Pang stars uh, first. Pang stars uh, first. You get the star. It's like a rainbow colored star in the sky. This has to do with hope and peace of mind. And even though this card is in the upside down position, it doesn't really matter. This is just a mm -hmm. really positive card that highlights, you know, you can feel comfort and renewal. You can look up at the stars and sense glimmers of wonder and hope, such as the energy of the star card. It's not about actions or situations. It is simply about connecting to the part of you that is hopeful and serene. This force will bring light back into your life and infuse you with positivity. So it's a lovely card. And to kind of have that in the past is really cool. Um, I'm also thinking about the fact that you've only been one year in comedy and you've been doing a lot of things. And, you know, how did you actually get started in comedy? Um, I, so I'd always like kind of performed on and off. Like I was, I did theater when I was younger mm -hmm. and the sketch a little bit. And then I always wanted to do it, but mm -hmm. like for, for years and then never really got around to it or never yeah. really found a place to start. And right. then I just decided on a whim and then didn't really stop. Wow. That's <laughs> really that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So let's get into the present card. We have the Daughter of Cups. And so this is a suit of cups having to do with relationships, emotions, water, the feminine kind of aspect, and maybe the shadow self. Um, the Daughter of Cups corresponds to the Page of Cups, and that is really just like a messenger. So I actually really don't like this book when they describe <laughs> it. So I'm going to look at the other one. Yeah. That one's kind of bullshitty. Rewrite um, the stars. What's that? Rewrite the stars. Absolutely. I'm just impressed there's more than one book. Also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh there, yeah, you could describe. Is there a book for every oh, yeah. single Let deck? Me... Mm, yes and no. Some are some are more copious than others. And then this one is like a nice standard one that I like to yeah. refer to because it's just, this is like a classic. It's mm. just, I find classic this one, one to be pretty helpful. So we have the page of cups reverse. Let me yeah. take a look here. So this daughter of cups card, there's mm -hmm. a little goblet at the top of it. And then there's a cute little swan <laughs> in the middle, waiting in the middle. And then the reflection's like a rainbow, basically. Yes. And when you get this card, this could refer to, I mean, this is a personal reading. So it refers to an aspect of yourself, the page or the daughter of cups is a messenger. I don't know that this one is, it, it's like, it could be a message about love or relationships. Um the page also suggests like naivete or vulnerability, possibly in matters of the heart. When it says it's reversed here, 
the message is a little bit more harsh, but I always like to soften it because like <laughs> I always like to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. If I want to be like a kind of like, oh, well, you know what? Come back next week and pay me $40. This is very <laughs> dire. I'm very concerned. Like if I read it like that, I'd be like, oh, this is, oh, I don't know. It's a fishy situation. Sure. You you got to look at this carefully. I mean, she she does refer to herself as a C word. So maybe I mean, don't pull the punches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the card represents a person, there could be deceit involved. Flattery for gain. Love this, Marissa. You're the best comedian <laughs> I have ever seen on stage. Oh, yeah. The second I saw you. Yeah. An unwanted pregnancy. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Or secrecy in matters of the heart. Someone may be trying to seduce you and you're blinded to the falseness of his or her intentions. Or you may be playing the role of the seductress, toying with someone's emotions. If so, take care. You might get hurt yourself. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says. All right. That's a lot. I don't know how we feel about that. Damn. That's it's a just a little card. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look out. Look out, bitch. It's coming for you. I don't, I don't know. I'd hate to know what the sexy tarot book says about do, it. Do you want me to look? Because oh, I have a sexual tarot book. That's such that a harsh one. reading for a cute little swan. Jeez. I don't think he's uh, cute anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm compelled now to look at swans the are, sexual tarot Swans card. are like tough. Yeah. motherfuckers they're, yeah. they're, they're vicious they look they'll cut great, you but they do look great black swans well okay well if you'd like to know what what this card is reversed <laughs> lewis why don't you read this great. it's the page Throw of cups reversed me. there page of cups inverted yes a deceptive young man <laughs> a rebellious youth <laughs> a gay seducer now is that seducer of gays or is that just Okay, doesn't matter. Like, am I a beard? Is that what that's trying to say? Like, you're deceiving others. <laughs> Have I you been a beard in the past? You're an know. instrument <laughs> of deception in your past life, Marissa. You're the, that's you're the honey trap. Oh, you're like the Chris Hansen on Dateline NBC. <laughs> uh, to catch a predator. <laughs> the lover of young, the lover of young girls whom all mothers dread. What? A young defiler of mothers and wives who take advantage of alcoholically or drug-induced intoxication. Whoa. False friendship for sexual gain. <laughs> well, that last one is, we can all relate to that one, right? <clears throat> no. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm a virgin. That's correct. Same. Well, all right. So so that's that's the sexual tarot. Let's let's go back to the regular tarot <laughs> and look at this final card. It's the daughter of swords reverse. Now Okay, that's all right. Yeah, this that. is it's chill. Like let's let's describe it. We've got another bird here. We've got another bird. Um this little like Harry Potter owl sitting on a a, a sword. And then it's the same like um it's got like a black again ombre sky and little colorful stars in the background. Yes, and this is the Daughter of Swords, again, a messenger. And this one is really kind of, when we look at the suit of swords, it has to do with matters of the mind, of the intellect, of perception. And it really just shows like, oh, because it's upside down, I would suggest like, oh, are there things like, you know, the owl looks in 360 mm. degrees and has great eyesight and can see in the dark and during the daytime. So it's possibly asking like, where's your perception or where's your discernment in matters of, of the mind or just like your... Mm. You know, it's not even about criticism, but like, where's your discernment? Um, are there things that maybe you're missing in the big picture of things? Because it's upside down. It's, right. it's not, again, 
it's maybe has that like deception factor or maybe there's something you're overlooking right in terms of assessing a situation or your future this is a future card so that's kind of what i'm saying there is just like look at all angles and maybe do your yeah. best to kind of just take stock of the situation in, yeah. in the best way possible just so as not to miss any of the details and you're a virgo rising so you probably don't miss details do you rarely if ever <laughs> yeah exactly. meticulous exactly yeah 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 so that's your reading there i was going to talk about skincare yeah is that a, is that a hard pivot is that too hard of a pivot or kim kardashian i want to talk let's talk about the okay, kardashians yeah, let's do that because i saw some of your artwork and it was like kim k kanye peach emoji yes <laughs> and Wait, that like, was yours yeah it, it was hers it was beautiful Thank yeah you. it was great yeah who's your favorite kardashian jenner um I don't really have one. Like, I don't love the Kardashians. Mm. If I mm-hmm. had to choose one, it's probably Kris Jenner because, like, oh, Chris master is manipulator. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's you know the the brain power like behind. Oh yeah, this entire like what's basically going to be like a future of like Marilyn Monroe's, like yes. a family of Marilyn Monroe's. Absolutely. You know? This is the mother, isn't it? Yeah, that, the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Momager. Mm, yeah, the momager. momager. Is that yeah. like a very the the Italian mother is a strong archetype? Like yeah, um, strong like family bonding kind of figure. Um, but I'd also say it's like the like the like patriarchs like also a big of course big yeah. figure in the families as well. And I love that you call yourself Young Nona on Instagram. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Nona is Italian for grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Skincare. Skincare? Actually, wait, my, my favorite collection is Kim K. Cause Your favorite is Kim. Yeah. She managed to um, get Trump to release a load of uh, a load of um, black people from prison, which is kind of cool. She's becoming a lawyer, you know. So. Yeah. Here's she, the thing. And it never really got much press either. Yeah. She just kind of did it. And also um, ASAP Rocky, but that's unrelated. She's also like the greatest comeback story kim k is my favorite i used to like kylie because when she was in like that no the ratchet phase when travis scott was bigger i enjoyed that that was amazing um but i i gotta hand it to kim k for me like the ultimate feminist icon because how could you turn like like you have a sex tape who gives a shit you get some plastic surgery who gives a shit you're making some fucking money who gives a shit also you're like married to kanye west whatever uh, you know what I mean? Like you, and and now you have an empire of everything. You can do whatever you want. You might have a whole shit ton of haters, but everyone thinks she's kind of like a dumb bimbo. But like, yeah, of course she can like go to like law school. Of course she has like yeah. business sense. Like that bitch like knows what's up. Like well, I like, like I'm a she has case vocal fry doesn't mean she's that dumb. Exactly. You know, like. Exactly. <laughs> we love vocal fry. Vocal fry. Oh my god. Skincare. Yeah. That it. was the thing we we're gonna was, lead in with. What I was. was gonna say like call me a skincare expert but but i think being a marissa (laughs) fan is better but like skincare like as an asian person yeah it's not even like i don't think my mom really even cared but like it is ingrained in my in my genes to be obsessed with my skin yeah like because like i was born here in canada but it's all about like whiteness of skin still Mm -hmm. over there like not being in the sun you don't want to get so tan right or they would even say things to me like if if i was in asia people would say 
oh, you live in Canada. Your skin must be so nice and preserved. It must be nice and fair because cold. you don't get all the hot sun yeah. because it's cold. And still, like, a lot of beauty products are about, like, skin whitening and, like, lightening there stuff. There is, so, like, somewhat of a link as well because there's, like, uh, like north and south Italy. Yeah. Like a big divide in terms of, like... I mean, I guess the north is the more affluent one. Yeah. And the south is more like... And where's your family from? Uh, my family's from the south. So what I was going to say mm-hmm. is, that, is it li- like that ideal, is it linked to like class and like kind of wealth? Because Absolutely. It is yeah. like kind of some like the south is darker because it's like a very like mm-hmm. agrarian, like mm-hmm. hard, like hardworking kind of yeah. community. And the north is like close to the Alps in Germany. It's like mm-hmm. the actual genetics are, are very different yeah. a lot of times, but it's also known as like being like wealthier and mm-hmm. like there's a lot more universities there mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah it has to do with that because if if you were lighter skin that meant that you wouldn't have to be working outside mm-hmm, and sun. being all tan like everyone yeah. else who is maybe my caddy or something yeah honestly yeah it's all about that but i think that bathing cultures are some of like the the best cultures like if you look at budapest and it's probably just the romans too because they went everywhere that was like a really good hot spring and they they made the roman baths and everything yeah. Yeah, it's funny how it's translated too. Like, I feel like now, like it's still present in some cultures where it's like the like lightness is linked to like desirability and affluence. But like in Western culture, like in North America specifically, yeah. there is like tanness is oh my linked God, to affluence. You are so tan. <laughs> Were you on a boat? Yeah, because it's like Love leisure, it. like. Like, I went to Tulum, and then oh. I went to Bali. A lot of white girls on Instagram. I was on a yacht. Um, <laughs> faking ethnicity somewhat oh yeah oh, let's talk about that a little the black bit of, fishing yeah. ariana grande a little bit of that. ariana grande is mexican she is italian but yeah. she like just does her face gets her tan yeah. to look like she's a that's, latin woman i thought she was a latin fine. woman yeah her name's grande let her have it <laughs> let her have it you think it's fine her name's ariana grande like but she was like a, a light skinned Italian. Like yeah. she was pale. I don't know. I think it's like, I think it's she's less about Rachel how much Dolezal. you tan. Yeah. If you look like, I yeah, think sure. It's, she's not pretending, but it's like the Rachel Dolezal's even when, um, I think it was Kylie Jenner that like did like a photo shoot and was wearing like cornrows and like, <sighs> okay. Now that is a little bit you know? more. That's yeah. more yeah. like, where I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you but can't. I don't want to hear a bad word against Ariana Grande on this podcast, <laughs> okay? We are pro-Grande. No, she's a racist bitch who's pretending to be <laughs> a different color. How she's she? a racially ignorant is she? fucking cunt. What she That's done? what she is. How dare you? This she is got it. some like fucking shitty Japanese tattoo, even though she has a Japanese Did tutor. She? Her Jap tattoo on her finger, she's like, oh, it says oh seven rings, but it actually says like tiny girl barbecue because it's like just like <laughs> if you if if like lewis if you got like Everyone i don't know some chinese some like shitty chinese that? tattoo <laughs> she didn't deserve she didn't do anything wrong she killed mac miller okay that's, Pete that's, that's all right this would be the end of fucking pang stars if you keep <laughs> going down this trail mac miller Pete had a Davidson. drug problem he was there no no she 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 killed mac miller oh my god i'm not even gonna edit that out i'm just gonna <laughs> let it sit there yeah, it should be there. <laughs> this is our most tension-filled episode yet. Someone yeah. yelled at me. And we didn't even get into racial slurs yet. <laughs> Topic number four. Okay. 
What's your favorite racial slur? Uh, I don't know, actually. There's just so many great ones. So many iconic slurs. 27 minutes, 59 seconds. Okay, I'm about halfway there. <laughs> what did you do today, this Marissa? This is the episode where we make white men uncomfortable. <laughs> Loving it. Joke's on you, because I'm always irritable and uncomfortable. I'm but very hey, tired. Guys. I've been running a media empire today. Damn. Don't drown me out with the chimes. I'm a man on the edge. I might just go for a cigarette, you know. That's what I might do. But let's talk about I'll let you ladies chat about skincare and shopping. (laughs) Let's talk about some famous Torians. Listen, but before you go, there's three very famous... Oh, there's three very famous Brits. Let's make it like a quiz. Marissa, you and I are the quiz masters. Take a look here. These are the three names, okay? Okay. Why don't you take the first one to describe the first person? Wait. Like, 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 can you read it? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Wait, second one? Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So take the first one and yeah. describe this person. Marissa has a gold um, chain link gold Apple everything. Watch. She's the most pimping guest. Yeah, I'm saying it. Let's put it out there. Ariana Grande did not kill Mac Miller, and but Marissa she did give me this watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the um, first one. Pimp shit. All right, a famous Hugh could be described as you know quite a pimp guest if he would ever do this podcast he's uh lord lord, lord byron <laughs> no damn no that he's much younger than that but mm. like not Still so alive. young anymore yeah iconic british pop royalty uh, one half of a very famous couple. couple um uses his feet a lot that's how he became famous uses feet a lot yeah yeah that's uh one of your favorite sports. Oh, David Beckham. Yeah. Yes. He's a Taurus. Yes, he's yeah, a Taurus. Yeah. He's the real royal. They're the real royal family. Yeah, Posh and Beck. Speaking yeah. of which. Do you remember that red leather like couple outfit they had? I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh my God. Jamie, pull that up. That's a move. <laughs> Why do you call me Jenny? Jamie. It was a Joe Rogan reference. Red leather. Yeah. It was like head to toe. Iconic. No, the couple pitch, not the Spice Girls. Do you think, how do you think that conversation went down? Like, do you think Victoria was like, listen, <laughs> idea. I, like to, think it was, <laughs> I like to think it was, it was uh, Bex's idea. Yeah. Just playing. Like, not that. I, oh, was it red leather? Did it make sense? They were in like a matching leather ensemble. It's black. It was pretty legit. This? Yeah. <laughs> Do we like? Do we just forget about the time that people wore leather casually? What about uh, Timberlake and Britney Spears? I'm, I'm in the into denim. that denim. denim outfit. That's more iconic for me. Yeah, with the, with the rhinestones. There was a bit of rhinestones, and there was yeah, like a yeah. pimp hat. There was a pimp hat with a feather. There was a hat. Hell she yeah. had ruffles, I think. It was a lot. Jeez. Shakespeare was a Taurus, and so is Hitler. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to think about that. Oh, so is Queen Elizabeth. Which yeah. one? The first or the second? The second. Mm. Travis Scott. The Rock. Also, there's one very famous female British singer who is a Taurus. Kate Bush. No. No, more famous than that. More famous than Kate Bush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Recent-ish. Is it the... Who's that that fucking broad? What's that broad's name? Adele. Yes. Yes. Wait, you're saying Adele's bigger than Kate Bush? Yeah. Okay, I'm getting stressed out now. Play the, <laughs> play the chimes. 
you know what, you are right. Yeah. In terms of... Sheer volume. Yeah. The song Wuthering Heights is way better than the book. I feel. Would you rather listen to the song Wuthering Heights or read the book? I've read the book. I don't know if I got through it. Did you actually read it in high school? But you school? did get through no. the song. I don't even know if I got through the song. Oh, I'm not. I don't like heights. <laughs> you don't like heights? Are you scared of heights? I don't know, like super scared. But of you're them. just, just like, rather eh, not do you'd rather it. Rather not. You know? Like, yeah. I like being scared. I love heights. You love it. You mm. would do? Would you do the CN Tower? <laughs> that yeah. CN Tower walk thing, like where they put you in the harness and you like lean off of it. Oh, I'm not that white. You would not do it. No, I'm not that white. I don't okay. need to do crazy. <laughs> Yeah, some people like to do that, like skydiving. Some people love it, like bungee jumping and stuff. These old ass people, like rock climbing Everest. It's like a thing which is wealthy people do. People who boulder. (laughs) Wait, what's what's bouldering exactly? It's It's like you do the rock climbing, but without the harness because it's like a short Oh my God. Did you see that film? The um, The Freehold? The the Freehold? Alex yeah, it was, it was called Free Solo. It was El the Capitan. Most, it was just like a guy who was just autistic about climbing. He just <laughs> liked climbing. He had something wrong with his brain where he didn't get scared and he just climbed. And it was like, there's nothing interesting or nuanced about him. It was just boring. He was just like, I like climbing. Oh, I want to climb this thing without a. And it's like, oh, just. It was so boring. It was true. You watched the whole thing? No, I went out for a cigarette. Like midway through oh, okay. like i'm about to do now with this one but this yeah, is better sure. than free solo i'm enjoying wow. this a lot more Good. no a lot of people are like oh my gosh have you watched a free solo i'm like i don't care no i don't fucking i'm like it's yeah i tell you what was a good documentary though midnight family What's it was that? a documentary <laughs> about a um, mexican family who ran a private ambulance service oh. so there's very few ambulances that are that are like um government ambulances in mexico city so the private ambulances oh, yeah, fill course. in the gap mm-hmm. that was a fucking good watch are you very. a documentary person marissa i like them i don't watch a lot though mm. i don't watch a lot i've watched a bunch like one that i liked was about well my family's from Indonesia, Singapore, and Hong Kong. So yeah. there was one about how the Indonesians had basically persecuted Chinese people out mm-hmm. of the country. Like my my family left and moved to yeah. Singapore. I had other friends who were Indonesian Chinese who stayed in Singapore. It's as if they were like they were like purging communists, but they mm-hmm. were really just ethnically cleansing Chinese people. And the way the political wow. situation is now, it's as if Hitler had won and all the accomplices in a movie, yeah. in this documentary, were bragging about their wartime achievements because they had won. So they, like in this video, they talked to an American documentary filmmaker who they're like, yeah, we would. Interestingly, they were all kind of movie ushers in like the 80s Rambo, like that kind of like action like the heyday of action movies. Yeah. It's called The Act of Killing. Yes. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it it's incredible. So they, yeah. so, so they kind of talk about... <laughs> they talk about the crimes the they've done. So it's almost like a staged kind of Yes. Ride. And the American documentary filmmaker says, kind of like butters them up and says, wow, you know, you guys did such an incredible thing. Here's some filmmaking equipment I will lend to you. Why don't you tell your story? So they're like, oh, shit. they are they're doing reenactments it, yeah. like in a village where they've asked the villagers to pretend like... Like, you know, they set the trees on fire and it's like children and women like crying like, ah, there's a man who whose stepfather was Chinese, who then essentially plays the role of his stepfather, who like one night, this is a real story. Oh, someone knocked on the door in the middle of the night. 
And the stepfather goes to answer it, and the stepfather never came back. The next day, Holy. this guy discovers his stepfather's body, like on the side of the road. But 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 in the film, he's playing someone who's being kind of like tortured or kidnapped. Like it is so messed up on so many levels. Um, the perpetrators in another scene in the film, in a very like disturb, well, whatever, it is disturbing. But they're so casual about it. They're like, yeah, on the roof of this, this is where I would behead people they're like i would get tie the chicken wire to this fence then i would loop the wire around this person's neck his person is like standing there smiling they're like yeah it was easy like it's like you would just lop someone's head off like it was completely insane you can also see another person and how they had kind of like just retreated into denial or just like not ever acknowledging mm-hmm. that stuff that they had ever done. But yeah. you could tell that it truly haunted them until like just still it was it was a powerful documentary. That's well. It's so interesting how like memory works too. Mm-hmm. Halcyon like, memory is like a thing where you kind of like almost like make up memories. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Like yeah. You kind of like romanticize things. If you pass like, oh, it must have gone this way or that or way. Or that way. Well, there's also people like, like I've heard a lot of stories like um, of people like in the 80s like that were in therapy and then just like imagine things that didn't even like really happen mm. because of like, like false. Yeah, because <clears throat> like the way that they're like being pried and like mm-hmm. probed and it takes mm-hmm. them like years after to be like, to like repair their own memories, you know? There's like, a lot of weird stories. experiments with like uh, LSD, MK yeah. Ultra. if you heard of that? They dose random people with LSD to like um try and do mind control and like suggest things to people and they tried to use it for therapy and with a lot of people as well well i could talk about alternative therapies because i've definitely <laughs> been involved in some of them yeah i talked to i have done something that is called soul retrieval oh my god that you sounds know, like a grift if ever i've heard oh yeah one. but it was free for me so i like free i went soul okay. retrieval soul retrieval is so, the first one free so, and then you have to pay the person the next one. how many souls do you have doing their training <laughs> well, so you, well you might lose it again you know they might get it back for you yeah that's like that's kind of what this lady was doing so yeah. she had like a drum she put herself in a state i was lying on my back in in the room yeah. and maybe she had i don't know if she had like smoke or incense possibly and she's like kind of drumming around me and the idea is that she goes into an altered state um, as she's retrieving pieces of my soul for me. The premise of it is that if you have a trauma or something has happened to you, then mm-hmm. you lose a piece of your soul because like, you know, the whole right, race, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in that trauma and they'll, they'll come back and get something for you. I feel like that happens when you do an open mic. Trauma? You lose, yeah. a, you lose a piece of your, of your soul. soul forever. Yeah, it's just small chips. What's your experience of open? You've, done, you've been here with this for a year. Yeah. So I assume you've done a fair amount of waiting I've done around. 100 open mics. 100, you In count. one wow. year. Yeah, I count. That's interesting. It's Virgo rising. Yeah. She counted. I got a spreadsheet. Wow. Um, that is very Virgo That rising. is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, I'm like insane. And I have, uh, like I write down the date, um, the name of like every show that I do. Cool. And then like I have like a review system. Really? For your review system. Like, it's just like three tiers. Like, was mm-hmm. that awful? Mm-hmm. Like, was that really okay? Awful. Or was that or great? An ethnic cleansing holocaust. <laughs> yeah, like, what did that feel like, you know? Damn. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I've done a lot of them, and they. 
like honest like there's sometimes you'll have a good mic and like you'll like actually learn something like you go to like test mm. something out mm-hmm. and you learn something and you get feedback and you go home and you listen to it and you're like mm-hmm. yeah that served its purpose yeah and then there's like other times where you'll go out and then you just like sit through like hours of shit and like a lot of just like people who like you know they're saying their opinion and their opinion is like not is so backwards you know mm-hmm. And you sit through hours of that and then you have like an awful set and you go home and you're like, what's the point of this? Like, what did I come out here to find tonight? Or you get bullied you know? by like, the host <laughs> for, for, for a minor infraction. Yeah. Which would have otherwise been ignored. Yeah. Like, Just my experience. There's, I mean, there's a wild west though in a mic. Like there's so much that happens and there's so much waiting in between and there's so much like opportunity to feel uncomfortable mm. yeah. it's weird because it's like social but it's not social, social because everyone's like strange and like yeah self-conscious it's hard okay. to just like talk with someone that's interesting it is yeah like that's i like hanging outside smoking cigs why is it awkward do you do you think it's because people are like maybe like psyching themselves up for their set or 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 people are just awkward period yeah. I, I don't know in, in being, this world being I don't funny know is that like much. people are afraid to be sincere in trying to be yeah. silly it's a very strange okay. thing of like like wanting to do well but not wanting to appear to be trying, trying. too hard Ooh. taking it seriously but Ooh. what you're taking seriously is not serious mm. so it's a lot of like very contradictory oh. things Feelings, going on yeah strange mind fuck happening yeah that's really interesting what do you find marissa that's like the, a good like energy to bring to any kind of show um like what kind of mood is like best for getting the funny out because i think i like being i don't like being sleep deprived but it does make me funnier it does yeah yeah irritable i um so i don't like like i'm very like clean in the sense that's like i won't drink or like do drugs or (laughs) not that i usually do but Mm um like i won't drink i like oftentimes won't eat either like before a set just because like i want to be on like I want to make sure like, like, like fasting intermittent yeah. fasting there is a strange kind of like purity that comes with that yeah like a very light body feeling light body feeling is like that. a very like clarity of like mm-hmm. mind you're just kind of mm-hmm. like more attuned to things and for me it's like it's a lot of just like I don't care energy like let's just mm-hmm. see where this mm-hmm. goes yeah. I find those are my shows that like do the best because it like frees up especially if like you really know your set and stuff like it just yeah. frees up space for mm-hmm. kind of like for you to be attuned to like what the audience is saying and for that magic to happen mm. you know so you get like a couple like more like riffs or you can like feed off of their energy or someone's reaction or something and that adds like an element of like realness mm. that that i think people feel it's hard to replicate that yeah you can't i don't think you ever like you never have two shows that are the same you know no i think not drinking is very important as well yeah because i don't drink anymore yeah but like Drinking at an open mic is just a fool's errand. You get those people as well who are like, oh, yeah. su- support the mic, buy a yeah. drink. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not yeah. waiting around for three hours. Like, I'm working. Right drinking. Now. Like, yeah, right. like, yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. I'm working. Like, like I'm not going to buy is... a fucking Coke because it's just sugar. Like, yeah. they don't even have juice. Oh. There's no f- options, really. It's, yeah. it's bullshit. It's um, coffee. Give me a coffee. I don't know. People get, like, sloppy and, like, people get drunk and... People like I don't get people that smoke a lot of weed before shows either. I I like to do that because it kind of, for some people it kind of freaks them out a little bit. But I was actually surprised how well yeah. it 
affected me in terms of like tapping into the funniness yeah. i thought i'd be too psyched you out, feel a little clearer kind of like yeah because it's like yeah. i do like quite a stressful job with just like so many things so many moving mm-hmm. parts and then coming back it's like easy just to like slip into that funniness yeah. and it's that that kind of like carefree nurse but i think like yeah. you know doing it like sober and having to like do it in different states is good to get into but i like smoking before or after yeah or during there's no like hard and fast rule like different things mm. work for for different people but it's just like mm. how do you how do like you be your best and like remember that you're working also mm. you know but then also remember that none of this really matters yeah <laughs> you know, Basically. like that's why that's why i like to have a little bit of smoke before yeah. just to you kind of shrug off the occasion a little bit because you yeah. can let the occasion the nerves get to and, you yeah. Shrug it off. Shrug it off. Can't beat some cigs. I love, oh, I love smoking cigarettes outside a, <laughs> outside a bar with the other dirt bags. So I have a theory. The best part of comedy. Like, do you find like a lot of your friends have been made smoking cigarettes outside? Yeah. And work related like opportunities as well. Yeah. It really is just a gateway to a lot of different things. Yeah. Because I have like a theory that it's like you're you're getting someone who needs to be away from something in that moment yeah and that's a great moment to get it is, it's the it's the perfect moment you know? like the smoking ban in the uk was like a great time for people to start conversations with members of the opposite opposite sex yeah you're like have you got a lighter right would you like a cigarette yeah it's like there it is that camaraderie is like yeah. built in already i'd always just be outside of a club just like never stay there inside. all day yeah. it's great <laughs> i love it that's true i mean and and i'm not a smoker i've never been yeah. a smoker and <clears throat> even other co-workers or whatever you know like the smoking outside is not the great equalizer but it is democratic in that all levels let's say at a company let's say you work at yeah. a really big company yeah, yeah. or you're at a conference or whatever this is very business-like i i i don't know why maybe it's my capricorn rising, rising. but um <laughs> you know right like yeah the ceo might be there the vp yeah. might be there the head of hr or like someone at this level so then actually it is kind of like the social grease that can also help you get some gossip get some inside information yeah. and that otherwise you would not be together in that in that situation so absolutely yeah, i could see it that is a good sure. leveler everyone loves a sig <laughs> We need to get a sponsorship for cigarettes. Or maybe she needs to have a cigarette. Maybe that's just why I'm saying yeah, cigarettes like so talking about a lot. Yeah, you've been really jonesing after yeah. a cigarette. Yeah, I really have. I've, I've had a coffee. It feels weird not to have a, good, <laughs> a nice little ciggy. Yeah. Smoke a fag. That's that's British for cigarette. Yeah, I know. We know. Okay, I was making, making clear. I don't want another weird dead air. I'll to bring the chimes in again. <laughs> But do we have a big question for this Marissa? Uh, do we have a Do big we have question? an existential question? Like I'm not going to ask about Catholic guilt, but like how oh, like I yeah. I assume that every you know, you're Italian, so surely yeah. you were raised Roman Catholic. Yes. Yeah. And like I don't know that much about that. Do you believe in reincarnation or karma? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know like like, I don't know that I believe in, like, 
the system that we have like a, like okay. a full system kind of thing of like oh you come back as this in life like the whole like dharmic kind of mm, yeah you know I'm cycle sure of it but i do think like as i get older like i've started to think about this like more and more but there's definitely like a connection to like past a past life or past lives mm. i think that you carry with you because like even like the simple concepts of like moments when you have like deja vu or something yes. yeah or like you have like this feeling of like like everyone has like intuition and the more you believe it, it in yeah. it and the more you tap into it you know like the stronger it, it gets and the more that it like mm. that it guides you as well and like that has to come from some kind of connection to a past like there's some mm. kind of energy that's like connecting people ancient and, wisdom yeah and you're either awake to it or not but do you believe what goes around comes around i mean yeah it's like not it's not like a, a perfect balance you know mm. and i think that sometimes what goes around comes around but people aren't awake to it maybe oh mm. you know that's that interesting true. yeah they might have to come around a couple of times before they <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you might have to be reincarnated a few yeah. times but i actually do want to talk about past life since i talked about soul yeah. retrieval i did it. meet someone at a party this weekend yeah who said he had done a past life regression with yeah. a woman and i was like who is this he was like oh it was a groupon it was 60 dollars, which made me laugh so hard holy it was a groupon it was 60 dollars, and he gave me the information now this is what he learned in his he had three past lives, lives that he told me about. Yeah. So he was a gay man. He in his present life here. Yeah. He's a gay man. And I believe the past life regression person was like, oh, you know, every lifetime you had a lesson or there was a blockage that you always had to go through. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, in the motivational spiritual Instagrams that I see, it's like the universe will always send you the same lesson until you learn it. So yeah. in this man's first past life, he was like a soldier in wartime. And his lover was also a soldier who was killed on the battlefield. Holy. So that was the first life. Yeah. The second life. Oh, okay. So he was, um, his lover was a married man with kids that was going to leave the wife and family for him. But at the last minute, stayed Decided. with the family. And then I believe the third life was like he was on his way to his wedding when he was killed in a car accident. Holy. So I'm like, whoa. Wait, was he gay in all of those lives? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I think he was on his way to his gay, like his same oh, sex his wedding. I see. And then he was, I think there was an accident that, that took his Wait, life, like a, a, the, a car accident. The timeline of that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Why? Because if you believe in reincarnation then he would have had to die when the gay marriage bill was passed. I don't really know. I'm not sure what that was. Just, but it was like a just do the spiritual ceremony. I don't know what it was. Yeah, who knows like what some, it was? He was driving in his Union car ceremony. to his pagan I didn't, yeah. ritual. No, I, like, I didn't get I like the, the idea that he's, that he's actually gay on the way to his straight marriage. I don't know what it beard. was. Maybe. I'm oh, not sure fair, what it was. Yeah. It could have been and that. And then he got killed. And it's yeah. like, you just yeah. need to follow your path and just be as gay as you He's can be. be the interesting thing is that his current partner is somebody who doesn't speak the same language oh wow and and i asked him because i've never been in a relationship with someone who didn't speak the yeah, same language because for me i would want to communicate verbally but my friend was saying to me no but like this man's soul quality like it was so strong or like right, our, our, our yeah. personal connection is so strong that it is transcending that i'm like wow that's really beautiful because 
not that I couldn't imagine it, but I would want to be able to express myself verbally. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'd be down for that. I don't think I could do it. So, but I was like, I was very touched by it because of the way he was describing it to me. Like, wow, that's so beautiful. And he said, this person had shown him a YouTube video in which it was like one partner was deaf and one partner had hearing and it showed like one of the partners trying to communicate and show like, Oh, I love you. Or like, this is how I feel about you. And his partner had showed that to him. Like, this is how I feel about you. I don't care Mm -hmm. that we don't have the same language. You know, his partner was at this party where everyone else is speaking, not his language. And he's just sitting there totally fine. He's like, he is so sweet. He'll sit here all night next to me and just like to be with me. And, and you know, he's not upset about it. He's not mad. He doesn't feel like slighted or that I'm not paying attention. Right. I'm like, that's, that's so sweet. So like, it, it was yeah. very interesting. Well, it's like, I feel like there are some people that's just like talking is not that important to them. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Like that's true. not their love language either. So yeah, if it's not for both of you, I think that makes it definitely easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's other people where it's like that verbal communication is so important. Yeah. Right? But and yeah i always feel like you're annoyed at me because of maybe verbal non-verbal communication (laughs) (laughs) like the way just the way you hold yourself because that was quite interesting to watch as well Mm. like on stage like not the way you necessarily posed but like you know what i mean i was was into it she was like leaning on the mic she was confident i was like down with that that's such an unfuckable vibe how could you not like love it or be like this girl has something special it was almost like a more like poised um italian conor mcgregor you know how he walks around the <laughs> ring with yeah. that it was almost like an equivalent of that you were yeah, kind of like not peacocking exactly but like mm. just being just flexing it out with That's your lv that marissa cristiano vibe yeah. gold i think pimp shit. so i've noticed that um i think i have like a pretty like masculine energy mm-hmm. in like mm. certain respects but i present as like super feminine mm-hmm. you know is that mm-hmm. an italian thing no, it's not. Not everything's an Italian thing. Is it, is, is it a Taurus thing? Is I don't it a know. Cristiano thing? I think it's just like a balance. Like I mm-hmm. think I'm just mm-hmm. like in tune with, like both. Like I'm probably more comfortable being in tune with like a more traditionally like, masculine side. Like mm-hmm. I don't care like not being vulnerable kind of thing. That's like, interesting. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like I have that energy, and I notice that a lot of men are mm-hmm. confused by me or like put Ooh, off. Interesting by me because they don't know. Like they're not used to seeing someone who's like in a dress and wearing jewelry and mm-hmm. has her hair done, but, but you like can't all, be fucked with. At the same but has time. their energy, so you know. Right. Maybe that's why I'm always like slightly intimidated by you, as a self-confessed twinkish <laughs> <laughs> individual. <laughs> it's yeah. just like incompatible, and you're a Taurus as well. Yeah. It's fifty-fifty whether Taurus get along with Libra or not. In my appearance. Fair Shout balance. out to Adam, by the way, my Taurus. Taurus buddy. Yeah. buddy. I don't know that many Taurus people in my life, but me either. Not that yeah. I'm indifferent, like, yeah. but a lot of the only earth sign that is really kind of around me is Capricorn because I'm a Cap rising. And right. for some reason, a lot of like, I have a bunch of Capricorn friends. Yeah. But like, you know, earth I signs find and, I have a lot yeah. of, I'm always like very uh, attracted to the energy of Leos a lot mm. of times, like that bigness mm. about them. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you do you. Yeah. And then a lot of Cancers really yeah taurus what's the opposite sign of taurus i'm gonna find out now because opposites attract yeah i'll play the chimes while you pull it up it's the great thing about these chimes 
It's interesting you said intimidating, Lewis. I feel like that's Scorpio like, is the opposite. Really? So that's interesting because you have the Taurus sun and the yeah. Scorpio moon. We haven't really dug into the Scorpio moon. Like, do you yeah. have any of those, like, you know, just traditional Scorpio traits, like the jealousy, the vengeance, the interest in, like, the dark side of life or, like, dark psychology or, like, you know, that yeah, kind yeah. of shadow self stuff, you know? I um I don't think I have a lot of the, like, vengeance yeah. like, yeah. kind of side, but I think... earthy. Because I'm what? Because you, you're, you're earthy, earth signs, yeah. And you've got, like, the Virgo rising, so it's probably tempered by yeah. that, you know? But I do, so, like, I think, like, the balance between it is, like, I don't... I don't show at the surface, mm-hmm. but I actually like feel very deeply. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like sense. I feel like just like energies a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll feel mm-hmm. like, like very sad, sad and yeah. like very happy, yeah. happy, yeah. you know, like a full, yeah. like the full breath of it. It's yes. very rare that I'm like indifferent. Okay. You know? That's interesting, but you might not show it on the surface. Right. That's interesting. And that yeah. makes sense. Right. Because you have, the very stable Taurus sun. Yeah. You've got the organized Virgo, which is a double earth sign. So that right. kind of cancels the water. So you can you can kind of have a poker face, but you might feel a whole yeah. bunch of other things I'm underneath sweating. the surface <laughs> that you will not let anyone see. Everyone's like, oh, you were intimidating. Oh. And I'm like, please like me. That's like so that. interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. That does make sense. And, you know, your Mercury's in Taurus. So that's your style of communication. So, I mean, it makes sense that you're also the way that you speak also has that confidence, the way right. that you are, the demeanor on stage. That totally makes sense. Um, the Venus, which is your love and romantic behavior, yeah. is the fiery Aries. So like impulsive. Does she like me? Does she not? Did she lose interest? It's like Aries. Yeah. Aries is super hot headed and like you can be into someone or be like just as like not into them right. in the same kind of breath. Yeah. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up. Mm, yeah. Shouts out to all the Tor- Tori. Is that Tori. the plural Torian. of Taurus? Yeah. Torian. Adam. Apathy1 million on Instagram. <laughs> He's a good poet, actually. <laughs> he writes some pretty good, um, good stuff. I'm a big fan of him. Very deadpan. Perfect. Okay. Marissa Cristiano. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Sure, Pang. Cheers. As always, Pang stars. <laughs> like, subscribe. Smoke cigs, guys. Smoke cigs. Get that fucking bowl out. Play that. <laughs> play that fucking ball, lad. Go have your cigarette. Get top ball out. Time for a ciggy.